Hey, good morning and welcome to Wednesday, the hump day after the most important election that America has faced, maybe since, I don't know, maybe since the first election in a very, very long time. Uh, And it did not go quite according to plan. Uh, We'll talk about that here. Uh, Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Based on uh, what I'm going to tell you today, you may want to give us a call, 800-951-0592. Of course, that's the toll-free number like you didn't know what it was. Uh, The website at allamericangold.com. A couple of announcements. Uh, Northern Colorado has been hit. uh, I don't know. Uh, what it is, whether it was a an attack uh, or a an accident, uh, you know, a construction work. The internet is down uh, almost across all of northern Colorado. Uh, it did affect the radio station, obviously. Uh, our live stream presidential coverage uh, could not happen without the internet. You can't stream it. Uh, we, we did our best that we could do the, the Internet. It's still out as of right now. Uh, we will uh, do our best, uh, you know, obviously something out of our control. And, again, I don't even know what happened, but it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's ever Greeley, uh, Loveland, Fort Collins, uh, all these places all over the north in Colorado. The Internet is down. Kind of a weird day for the Internet to go down. But that's how it is. You know, we made plans. We we're going to do that big launch of the debut uh, but I just wanted to, to let you know that uh, just a, a couple of other things as well uh, on the gold. I just want to let you know where we're at. There are no more, uh, at least temporarily, $5 Liberties, no more $5 Indians, no more $10 Indians. Again, uh, temporarily, as I've been telling you, uh, a lot of people heading into the gold markets. Uh, right now, the Dow is up pretty big. Uh, everything Gold's down a little bit. Uh, but this is, you know, we saw this the last election. Remember when Trump won, right? The Dow was getting hammered. Gold was flying. And then, of course, what we realized was the opposite ended up happening, right? And I think this is exactly what we're seeing now. The uh I'll just come out and say it. Uh, looks like Biden is going to be the president. Uh, the big shock of the night for me was Arizona. Uh, Arizona has gone blue now. We have two Democratic senators. Uh, Mark Kelly, I was worried about. Uh, Martha McSally, I was not worried about Trump. I thought we would handle handle it well uh, unless somehow we get one of those uh, things where, uh, because the voting has been so weird at the last minute, things flip around and they all of a sudden turn Arizona back to red for Trump. It doesn't look good. Here's how I see it. Uh, right now, counting Arizona, Biden 238, Trump 213. Uh, it looks like Trump's going to get Alaska. He's going to get Georgia. He's going to get North Carolina. And I think he's going to get Pennsylvania. But not having Arizona meant that he needed either Michigan or Wisconsin 
or even Nevada. I think even Nevada would have worked. Uh, the problem is I don't think he's going to get any of those three. It uh, looks right now he's behind in Nevada, behind in, in Wisconsin, behind in Michigan. They're still too close to call. Uh, he's up big in Pennsylvania. Of course, Pennsylvania's got all kinds of stuff, so we won't know there. Here's the problem, though. Biden doesn't need Pennsylvania to win. If Nevada, Wisconsin, and Michigan go to Biden, and somehow Arizona, which has already been called for Biden, does not flip back to red. And, and as it sits right now, there's about 87% of the vote has been counted here in Arizona. Biden leads by 93,000 votes here in, in Arizona. So it's not, I'm not all that optimistic that it, it, is it, could it happen? Absolutely it could. Is it likely? Probably not. Uh, this was something that, again, unexpected by me. The, and really the only thing unexpected, I did not think Trump would win Michigan. I didn't think he would win Wisconsin. Uh, but I did think he was going to win Texas and Florida and Georgia and North Carolina and Pennsylvania. All those ones that they you know, were claiming he was way behind. I thought in Arizona, I thought he was going to win Arizona. And, and uh, if he won Arizona, I think right now we'd be talking about Donald Trump for four more years. We'll see. It's not over. There's a lot of uh, of things that are a lot of factors involved. Are there going to be uh, issues in the courts? I think absolutely there will be kind of weird things where states just stopped counting for no reason other than they just wanted to. And, and again, that just kind of leads you up to, hey, you're here, you count it, you get it done as quickly as you can. Because you don't want people to interpret that as, well, wait a minute, how many votes do we need to get it to be the way we want it to be? See what I'm saying? Uh, and, and so I don't quite get it. But I know everyone's saying we won't know Pennsylvania until Friday. And we might not know Michigan uh, until tomorrow. But we'll see. I, I don't know. Again, uh, early this morning, uh, the president who was leading in Wisconsin and Michigan has fallen behind uh, Wisconsin, still very, very close, about 21,000 votes uh, there. Uh, the problem is almost all the votes have been counted in Wisconsin. Michigan, he's farther behind, 90-some percent of the votes counted there. So not a great day. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Again, it's the day after. Uh, still not final. And again, I want to be wrong, but this is just what it looks like. Uh, looks like 271 for Biden, 267 for Trump. Could be 270 to 268. Uh, assuming nothing changes. In other words, whoever's leading right now in the states they're leading in, that's how these end. That's what the number would be. Uh, and again, like I said, the vast majority of the votes have been counted in Wisconsin. Uh, and that was the one that was the, at least the closest. Michigan He's a little farther behind. 90-some-odd percent of the votes have been counted there as well. The, if there was good news, uh, the Democrats did not get control of the Senate. So go back to our scenarios. 
You know, scenario number one, Trump wins, Republicans keep control. Uh, that would be, I would say, the, the least bullish for gold. Trump wins, Democrats get the Senate. That was kind of, the, I guess, the second worst scenario, if you will. Uh, undecided, right? We don't know kind of where we are here, but here's the problem. That's where we are, but we may know here shortly. Uh, and, and again, uh, we'll see about uh, the courts and whatnot. And maybe somehow we can get a, a miracle here in Arizona and it flips back to red. Uh, then Trump wins. I mean, it's just that simple. Uh, is, if he car- assuming he carries Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania. Tr- Trump just needs, he needs another state besides that. He's got Alaska. They haven't called it yet, but he's got Alaska. Uh, if he if he keeps Georgia, North Carolina, which I think those aren't really even in doubt, Pennsylvania looks good, but we'll see. But that looks pretty good. Uh, but he needs another state, and right now I don't know where that state's going to come from. But the um, it looks like we're going to get Biden, and the Republicans will hold on to the Senate. I think the only better scenario for gold was Biden and the Democrats. So of the of the five scenarios, if you will, I think we've got the second best one. Uh, but right now, I don't care about gold. I mean, I do. Obviously, I mean it's what I do. But um, it's just something where you know I wish things had been different, and and I hope that they will be. Uh, but uh, the two, st- you know, the funny is the funny thing is is the two states that the Democrats picked up in the Senate were Colorado and Arizona, and then uh, we took one from them, I think, in Alabama. Tommy Tuberville. Well, by the way, for those of you that don't know, Tommy Tuberville was is, was a big time SEC football coach, so he won. Uh, so the Democrats have only picked up one. I think they're going to pick up one more. But here's the problem. We've got two weak Republicans and Mitt Romney and Snow, who won in Maine. She was one of the ones they thought the Democrats thought they should get. She won in Maine, but she has voted plenty of times uh, with the Democrats. And then you got a couple of independents. Uh, So it's not not the best best scenario for us, but uh, that's that's how it has shaken out, at least as we see it. Uh, we'll know more either by the end of the day today. More, more than likely, we'll know more tomorrow. Uh, but, but shifting gears here now, you know, we, we'll we'll see uh, what happens and and if there's a, a lot of election fraud, and I'm sure we're going to see a ton of it. Uh, but, but nonetheless, uh, we'll we'll move on from the politics of what happened last night. We'll leave that to other people. Uh, we'll talk about it again tomorrow. Uh, we did have jobs. So this is the first week of the month, uh, the month of November. So this is an October jobs day. Uh, we start out with ADP like we always do. Tomorrow's jobless claims, and then we'll get the government number. Uh, this was a big miss, um, and it was a miss to the downside. Uh, they were looking for uh, somewhere around 600,000 jobs created ADP said the number came in at 365,000. So if this is the case, if this is the case, then we need to see jobless claims falling quite a bit. 
right? We need to see jobless claims. If we're not going to create six, seven, eight hundred thousand jobs, you cannot have seven and eight hundred thousand dollar, seven hundred thousand people weekly jobless claims number. So uh, three sixty five, well below. Nobody cares, right? No one's going to care about this, but we need to. Uh, this is a big, big slowdown. Think about the uh, last month, seven fifty three. So this is this is about the new jobs cut in half, and so it's something that we'll pay attention to. We'll see what jobless claims uh, come in at tomorrow. But that was the big report of the day. A huge funding day for our federal government. By the way, uh, that was the other thing that happened. The ten year note. Remember the ten year note. Actually, almost touched one percent. Got to like point nine seven. Uh, is now down at, at like point seven five. Uh, but it is a major matter of fact. The Treasury announced uh, that they are going to need a record hundred and twenty-two billion dollar refunding debt sale. So the Treasury, you know, they've got to keep large amounts of cash on hand to pay bills. Uh, they're running through that cash that's kind of made the deficit slow appear to slow down. Uh, it's going to pick back up a hundred and twenty two billion dollars uh, to refund the the treasury uh, and that is a new all-time record high. The issuance will raise new cash of approximately uh, 61 billion dollars. Uh, the rest of it's already going to be spent, but they're going to break it up. Three-year notes, fifty-four billion on November 9th. Uh, that you that that's all that's up two billion from October. Ten-year note, forty-one billion dollars on the eleventh. So this is all coming next week. We're going to have huge, huge treasury auctions to keep the country afloat. That's up three billion from from October. The thirty-year bond, twenty-seven billion dollars. Uh, that's up another billion dollars. And again, you know, you, you're sitting there, and you're thinking about it in a month. All of a sudden, we need another ten on top of you know, and it's already right at one hundred and twenty billion. Uh, who's going to buy it all? Get ready. Uh, I think we're going to start seeing now the balance sheet of the central bank, which has been holding between seven and eight trillion. We're going to really start growing it again because the government needs the money. Uh, we'll see no word on stimulus. I think everyone's going to wait uh, until the election outcome has been decided. Uh, I, I think that this will slow it down. I really do. Biden winning, I think, is going to slow it down. I think if Trump had won, uh, we would have got a stimulus faster. I think now with Biden winning, uh, I think the Democrats are really going to push for more money, and that's going to slow this whole thing down. Again, we'll see how what jobless claims do uh, tomorrow. And then, of course, we've got the government jobs number uh, that's coming out ahead of that. Uh, by the way, you know, yesterday... We talked about banks and everybody, uh, you know, pointing out the obvious. Hey, we know the banks aren't as healthy as what the central bank has been uh, telling them, telling us about. Uh, but J.P. Morgan Chase, who's been 
convicted of five felonies now, uh, let out. What a great day to let this stuff out, right? If you ever let it, wanted to let out bad news, today was the day to do it. Said that just weeks after paying a record penalty, it is facing additional penalties and more fines, this time over what they're calling internal controls in wealth management and other areas. Now, I don't know what the other areas are, but I do know what wealth management is, right? And again, anything that they can do to rip you off is fair game. Unfortunately, you know, for for us, no one ever gets punished at the banks. They pay a fine. You don't get your money back. The bank uh, disclosed this in a filing saying one of its regulators told the New York-based company that it faced action related to historical deficiencies in internal controls and internal audits over certain advisory and other related activities. Historical deficiencies. Still? Really? How many more do the, do, of these do we have to read? Remember, I was the only one saying I don't, Wells Fargo should have never been allowed to stay a bank. They should have been forced to sell after what they did. And now I'm sitting here and I'm looking at J.P. Morgan. How many more convictions? It is the largest bank by assets. It has already improved its controls. They've said, oh, well, we've already improved them. So, you know, don't worry, we fixed it. But isn't that what you said after the first conviction? Isn't that what you said after the second conviction and the third conviction and the fourth conviction and the fifth conviction? incredible. Uh, by the way, $2.6 trillion in assets. So I was, I thought it was two point two. So apparently they've got even uh, more uh, deposits than I thought. By the way, uh, last month they paid just under a billion dollars uh, to, to get rid of the fifth problem. We'll have to wait and see uh, how much of this fine is going to be. I don't know any more than that. Again, only thing uh, that we do know it was in their wealth management position. Uh, Bloomberg now saying that the nation's largest banks have already racked up $4 billion in penalties. Just, what is that just this year? Uh, they, of course, obviously, the industry that vowed to behave better after the financial crisis, uh, Goldman Sachs. By the way, Goldman Sachs, this is how dirty this really is. Now, they're new, you know, we knew they had to pay $2 billion. It actually was $3 billion. And remember, that was uh, announced a couple of weeks ago. Here's what we've learned since, and Bloomberg is reporting that what Goldman did was so bad in that there was no way, no way that the upper management at Goldman didn't know it 
Now, of course, Lloyd Blankfein got, you know, he got he got sent out to retirement. You know, he 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 didn't go to prison. Right. He didn't face any any punitive damages. Maybe they'll claw back a little bit of his golden parachute. But it was so bad. That Goldman Sachs. Doesn't want people to know what they did. Really. And they they overpaid. In other words, Golden could have fought a lot harder and probably settled for a lot less. But a lot of the things that they were doing uh, would have been made public. So just just saying, so they paid $3 billion. I just told you about J.P. Morgan, $920 million. We talked about Citigroup three weeks ago. Citigroup was so bad that they got admonishments by the Fed, by the SEC, Right, and, and, and again, we're, we're told that they can't even uh, give out any new loans for a period of time. I mean, it, it's nuts, and that's just this year. Well, apparently, there's more fines coming. Like, no, sir. 800-951-0592. Listen, just be careful, because now it appears, we, we and we know, we know, and we're so... Docile, because there's no winning with the banks. I mean, if you Googled your bank and, and and the Better Business Bureau, no one gets more complaints than them. I mean, it's terrible. And all the shenanigans and all the things that they do, and they never, no one ever goes to prison. No one gets arrested. You know, they 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 sometimes will punish a junior trader. Who, let's face it, we know they were told to do it. Right? Or at least, if nothing else, they knew they were doing it. And, well, we're not going to say anything because we want the money. Uh, but all of these actions started to occur. This is the part that angers me. So after we bailed them out, after the financial crisis after they said that they would be better. All of these banks started ripping people off again. Most of these cases, see, it's not like they just ripped them off last week. Oh, no. And it's not like they only ripped them off for a little while. Right, because that could be believable, right? That could be believable that, hey, we've got a rogue guy out there. Or maybe even a, 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 a rogue uh, a rogue department. But if you have the controls, the internal controls that you legally are obligated to have, you would catch it, right? So maybe they could do something for a month or a quarter. You know, maybe, who knows, maybe if they were really, maybe a year, right? But that's not what I'm talking about. These banks, they did it in 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017. And they only got caught 
because someone turned them in. Whistleblowers. 39 different whistleblowers in like the last couple of years. It's absolutely astonishing, and yet we take it. Right? We take it. We don't say anything because most people don't know because you don't they don't listen to this show. Listen, where's that on 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 the idiot box? You're not gonna hear it. And if they do, they'll mention it once, they'll give it two minutes and never speak of it again. And then of course, now it looks like the FDIC really doesn't want to give you the insurance money. Looks like we'll, we'll, we'll figure out a formula for how much you really need. Here's the good part. If you can really prove you're important, you can get more than the insurance amount. Now, who's that for? Who do you think that's for? Huh? You think that's for grandma who's worked and her husband's worked, grandpa's worked hard their whole lives, actually saved money, Maybe they've got a couple hundred grand in the bank. The mortgage is paid. The car is paid. Well, you don't need 200 grand then. Well, we got a formula. We'll figure it out. But you think the billionaire? Billionaire going to be, oh, I got to have all my money. Oh, yeah, of course you do, right? Yeah, you got to have your, I mean, come on. It just reeks to high heaven. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to yesterday's podcast, and we can fill you all in. Uh, how about this? Well, what are we expecting? What do I what do I expect out of Joe Biden? I mean, and Kamala Harris, if they truly are the ones. I mean, I, I think we're going to see what nationwide mass mandates. Uh, we're probably going to see states forced to shut down. I, I can almost guarantee it. I want to just bring up a few more states now: New Jersey. Uh, they announced they've got a new effort to combat the coronavirus, new workplace standards for our, for both the public and the private sector. The rules are the first in the country at a state level that now requires businesses to provide masks, temperature checks, social distancing, and a myriad of other things, uh, along with notifying employees of any known exposure. So think about what New Jersey just did to small businesses. you got to provide free PPE, which may or may not be a burden. You know, and I'm just thinking a lot of these companies already struggling to hold on. It's probably a burden. You have to take everybody's temperature. And, and, and again, I, now you got to have somebody whose sole job is to be the temperature taker of the, of the office, I guess. Uh, you have to 
provide any known exposure. So I guess if you hear about uh, maybe a customer came in and you heard through the grapevine that they got COVID, you got to tell everybody else. I don't, and I'm assuming you've got to pay for all the testing. Uh, by the way, New Jersey, uh, you know, like everywhere else, cases have gone up. Uh, they need liability and protection when they've done everything that the government has told them to do in order to keep the workplace safe. And, and, <laughs> and that needs to check the boxes so that you are immune from frivolous lawsuits against you. So New Jersey said, hey, listen, you've got to do this. They also require all bars and restaurants to close at midnight. They're also saying that they will fine people $1,000 if caught hosting a party of more than 25 people. Newark, not to be outdone, ordered all non-essential businesses to close at 8 p.m., including indoor dining. And, of course, starting to get cold there. And uh, New Jersey City and others, so now we're seeing, so essentially what I'm telling you, New Jersey's starting to shut back down. And now they've uh, created a whole bunch of bureaucracies for small businesses that are going to make it even more difficult when we get back one of these contested states Michigan you're not going to believe what they're going to do is this what we have to look forward to if Joe Biden becomes president Patriot Radio News Hour we'll be back 800-951-0592 so uh, California shut down Illinois has shut down most of the state again. New Jersey now, Michigan, but Michigan, listen to this one. Effective this week, diners in Michigan are now going to be required to produce their full name and contact information simply for wanting to eat out at a restaurant or a bar. Uh, yes, I'd like a table for two, please. Oh, can I get your name? Yeah, Schmuckatelli. Oh, well, uh, can I get your wife's name? And, uh, well, she's Sue Schmuckatelli, and I'm Joe Schmuckatelli. Yeah, uh, can I get your address? Uh, I'm going to need your phone number, right? No, what could, what could be wrong with that? What harm could come from that? I mean, are you comfortable giving complete strangers? Here's here's my name, my phone number. Here's where I live, right? Maybe maybe you got a nice ring on, or your wife's uh, got a nice necklace on, or whatever it may be. I mean, come on, really? It's more information than citizens are actually required to produce to vote. Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer has moved her state one step closer to that, you know, that Orwellian paradise. Uh, in, in a news release, the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services said, like many other businesses in Michigan, bars and restaurants 
are going to be required to take the names and contact information to support effective contact tracing if necessary. I wonder what happens to it all. How long do they got to keep it? Where do they keep it? Does it ever get thrown away? The Michigan Department of Homeland Security said that Michigan has 172 cases per million people. This is what we're talking about. 172 cases per million people. The positivity rate of testing has jumped to 5%. And, and so now they've said, hey, we, we need to do more. And listen, doing more means you get your freedoms taken away. The order also reduces the amount of people that can gather in a state for weddings or parties as part of the new, uh, the new orders. It reduces gatherings from 500 people to just 50 making gathering size for uh, things as weddings, parties, banquets, and all those other things pretty much gone. For bars, restaurants, and social events, outside private homes, indoor party sizes at a single table are now restricted to six people. Right? So, uh, you know, you want to go out and celebrate with... uh, Ten of you know nine of your closest friends. Nope, could only have six people. Violating an order, thousand dollar fine and potential imprisonment. By uh, the, uh, the the these are civil fines. Uh, the imprisonment for not more than six months. Failure to comply with the order may violate a business or professional's license requirements and also open you up to what they're calling workplace safety violations. Obviously, it goes without saying, Michigan's uh, business owners not happy about it. Uh, And again, yet uh, Michigan... Uh, looks like it's going to fall into the hands of very tight there. But, again, this is this is what we're going to see. How do you think this is going to really work? How do you think this is really going to work? Uh, Jeffrey Gunlatch was out again. Remember, he's one of my guys uh, talking about the economies in tatters. We need a major stimulus bill, and we need it soon. Uh, remember, he's saying that he says uh, get ready for civil war between now and 2027. Uh, he actually made uh, a, a, a few more comments about it. He goes, it is possible. I think we're going to see substantial changes in the United States in the next six years that may even include the U.S. breaking into more than one country. I don't even know what to say about that. There's a huge chasm here. I don't want my freedoms taken away from me. I know, yeah, you know, people get sick. 
the flu, the coronavirus, this, that, the other. I don't know how you do business like this. And now I think this is what we're facing. I think this is what we're going to get. And again, I'm not, you know, I, I know the Republicans held on uh, to the Senate, but you got to remember, we got a couple really weak, quote unquote, Republican senators. Mitt Romney, Snow and Maine, you've got two that are independents. In a, a country, I mean, think about it. There's so many places in the country that want to, you know, parts of California want to leave, parts of Oregon want to leave, parts of Colorado want to join Wyoming. I mean, right? I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but is it really? Pizza Radio News Hour, final segment on a Wednesday. Final segment, 800 951 Just so you know, uh, the president has been very active on Twitter. I'm sure most of them are blocked and being taken down. Uh, people starting to point out all of these quote-unquote ballot dumps. You know, the when they start counting the people that voted early uh, and they're trying to say, you know, they're all for Biden. Everything. I mean, the number, it's incredible. I mean, listen, I, I'm sure that maybe, maybe, I don't know, that more Democrats voted early than Republicans, but you would think it would be pretty balanced, you know, maybe 60-40, maybe even 70-30, but these are massive swings uh, in, in, of course, in the states that are contested, but not in other states, but just those states. So there's going to be a lot to this election. I think there's a lot going on. Uh, I don't have any good answers for you other than if the states stay where they're at right now, whoever's winning wins. Whoever losing lose as they sit right this second, Joe Biden will be our next president. Uh, gold, I said. I think I said. I found not. I said it to Jason. Uh, there are no five dollar liberties available. There are no five dollar Indians left available. There are no ten dollar Indians left available. Uh, at least for right now, I'm going to tell you what we've got, and you decide. Here's an item. I don't even know the last time I ever ran these. I've got 20 of each. These are the $2.50 Indians and, and Liberties. The $2.50 Indians and Liberties. I've got 20 of each. You're going to save 10 bucks a piece. The Indians are at $2.75. I'm sorry, $3.75. Let me correct that. $3.75. And the liberties are at three eighty-five. So three seventy-five for the Indians, three eighty-five for the liberties. They're like point one two something something ounces of silver. Uh, I got twenty of each. I have one hundred ten-dollar liberties. Those are at a thousand and ninety volume discount supply there. I've got $120 liberties at $21.45. Again, uh, volume discounts apply at $800-951-0592. Uh, and we'll play Silver Eagles, still available. 
still available. Those will be ba- uh, all depending on price. I've got them at, at uh, six fifteen, but silver's down a little bit. Let's say six ten, six ten. But that price is subject to change. Uh, if silver moves up or down more, uh, we can change it. But right now, the whatever's left in U.S. Silver Eagles from the Bullion Bank at six ten eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Again, the two two and a half dollar liberties and Indians. We don't we don't sell very many of them, uh, but they're 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 really neat. The Indians fantastic. It's just like the five dollar Indian. It's infused and all that. Uh, but if it's something maybe you don't have a fractional material, uh, but but again, if you're looking for the best price per ounce. That's not the two and a half. That would be uh, the $20 gold. 800-951-0592. Take care, everybody. God bless everybody. I think we got a long way to go in this election, especially with the quote-unquote ballot dumps that have magically appeared. 